Hey everyone, welcome to episode 16. I'm so excited to be doing this episode with an amazing man and an amazing woman in the house today. We have Ayanda. Ayanda, what's going on? Oh, I feel so hyped up. Did you just call me an amazing man? Wow, thank you you so much. Hey, game recognized game. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Then bye, what's going on, girl? What's up? Hey, Michelle, happy to be here. I'm excited to have you both. It's going to be a fire episode. So to let you guys know what we're going to be talking about today, if you go and you play the, it's one of the This Tuesday episodes, so it'll be like TT3, it's called Six Types of Attraction. If you played that episode, it did a good job of going into the types of attraction and kind of explaining them. But if you don't have time to go back to that episode, I can quickly let you know what the six types of attraction are. Okay, so the first one is sexual attraction. And also I will say this is in a random order. Okay, I'm not saying this is how I would rank them, but this is just, you know, (laughs) letting you guys know the rundown. So the first one is sexual attraction, which is where you have the desire towards sexual touching or activity towards another person. The next one is romantic attraction. And this is the type of attraction where you want to be in a relationship with someone. And then there's physical attraction, which is also called sensual attraction. And this is the desire to be around somebody, to be physically cared for and treated with love and affection. And then the next one is emotional attraction, which is to feel an emotional attraction. Um, or actually, no, you know, you can't describe and use the same word. It's when you yeah. have the attraction to want to be close to someone on an emotional level. So feelings are very much involved here. <laughs> Just say, come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on. Um, Uh huh. And then we have aesthetic attraction, which is what happens when you see something that looks good, right? It could be someone who's walking by and you're like, oh, wow, this is aesthetically pleasing to the eye. And then there's intellectual attraction, which refers to the desire to interact with someone on a more mental level where you're more Mm -hmm. attracted to how somebody thinks. So now that we've gotten that out the way, we have all our definitions out the way. I'm going to have my guests here rank them. Ayanda, let's go. Let's hear from one to six what you think are the most important types of attraction when you're going to be in a okay. relationship with someone. Can, can I start by giving up like a disclaimer? Is, is yes. Okay? <laughs> I think, you know, this, this is slightly different from, you know, the love languages in a sense mm-hmm. that there, there, there might be some bias to my answers. And I, I noticed it as I was ranking them because I think there's some of these that are more, how do I say, politically correct to mm-hmm. be ahead of others. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, like basically um, you are kind of worried that there'll be some judgments associated mm, with the ranking. Uh-huh. Mm, and it might play into thinking about it even as you're doing it on your own. And mm-hmm. I noticed that when you were kicking off talking about the six <laughs> types available and you started off by saying sexual and you're like, no, that, that's number one, no. Yeah, so... Uh, that's my second bottom, by the way. <laughs> oh, second bottom. Dang. Second okay. Bottom. Second bottom. Yeah. So there we go. I'm a moral upstanding man. Thank you very much. <laughs> Give me extra points. Okay. Plus, so, 10. Um, Plus 10 points. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. Out of 10, hopefully. Uh, so yeah. I got six. <laughs> and the first one is drum roll, please. Um, <laughs> intellectual. Oh, okay. Moving on, I have aesthetic. 
Are you guys writing this down? I am. I am. I'm taking notes. Fantastic. And then romantic, okay. uh, which is tied with emotional because I couldn't separate the two of them. Okay. Then, so we have a tie at three and four. There we go. And uh, number five would then be sexual. And okay. last would be physical for so many reasons. Oh, this is going to be fun. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Keep us, give us like a little, you know, what is it called? Like a cliffhanger. A so we'll come back. We'll exactly tease a cliffhanger. We'll come yeah. back to your reasoning behind that. Vimbai, actually, before Vimbai goes, let me recap what Ayanda said. Top of his list, we have intellectual. Next, we have aesthetic. Three and four, it's a tie, romantic and emotional. And then the fifth one is sexual attraction. And then the sixth one for him is physical attraction. Vimbai, let's go. Yeah, Michelle, what I just love is just how different people are. Um, so again, I agree. This is going to be a very interesting conversation. So for me, uh, my first is romantic. And then after a huge gap, um, my second ranking is sexual. Okay. And then physical. Um, aesthetic is number four, followed by intellectual. And then the last one is emotional. Because All right. I'm apparently cold-hearted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, girl. So to recap Zimbai's ranking, at the top, romantic. Next on her list, sexual. By She said there's a big gap between number one and number massive two. So y'all, massive, massive gap. Um, <laughs> and then the third one for her was physical. The fourth one was aesthetic. Um, the fifth one, intellectual. And the sixth one, emotional. Now I'm gonna give you guys my ranking, okay? Come and on. I'm actually just gonna let you know now that you better put on all your judgment hats because number one, <laughs> number one for me, sexual attraction. Oh, it was not a coincidence. <laughs> it was not a coincidence. I, you know, I think I tried. I suppose there was some bias when I was like, you know, giving the definitions, right? Um, but anyway, so at the top of my list, I have sexual attraction. The second one is physical attraction. The third one is emotional attraction. The fourth one is intellectual attraction. And then like one, two, three, four feeds mm. into my five, which is romantic attraction. And then the sixth one for me is aesthetic. Okay. Mm. So, woo, you know, this is going to be good because I think everybody just has different, you know, thoughts around all these and the ranking. So let's start yes. with you, Ayanda. Please give us insight into your thought process. So, intellectual. I have you watched Bridgerton? You know, I'm gonna say I gave that show a try, but I couldn't get past the accents. So I only know like episode one. Fair enough, and I can fully respect that. Um, but the latest season has two characters who battle it out like intellectually, and just the way that their ideas are constantly at odds is what made it so much more intriguing for a lot of people, even though it didn't have as many steamy scenes. So don't worry, I'm not gonna talk about it so much. Uh, but for me, the idea is the person's personality, uh, the bulk of the person that you're gonna be interacting with is their intellectual self. You know, like their ideas, the things that they're interested in, uh, the way that they formulate jokes and, all that stuff. And because of that, and since I'm a kind of person who, uh, when I am deeply attracted to someone, I wanna be spending a lot of time with them, having good, engaging conversations with them. 
Mm-hmm. The last thing, the, I think the number one turn off for me is when we start something and then two minutes later, the, like crickets, like, oh, mm. we can't continue because either we're thinking on two completely different planes or we just can't, yeah, we just can't engage each other's thinking. So that's why intellectual for me is in the first place. Okay. Yo, that was solid. And I think, I really like how you put it because you said, you know, if you really are into somebody, you're going to spend a lot of time with them and in spending time, you want to have conversation with them. So that's why that's important because the intellectual part is pretty much who, who you're interacting with. So I like yeah. that a lot. I can respect that. Vambai, you had romantic at the top. What's the story? I did. Um, I think for me, it's really important to be able to see myself with that person. Um, I guess similar to Ayanda, right? Where it's like, yeah, in the context of like a romantic relationship, like, am I desiring to be with that person for like long extended periods of time? Um, and then ultimately, like, if all works out a lifetime. And so if that relational aspect is not present, it's very difficult for me to like engage um, like on all other aspects. Right. So mm-hmm. whether that person is you know, like our values are misaligned, you know, that ties into the relational aspect where it's like, I can't form a meaningful relationship with someone who um, has very, very different values from mine. Um, Or if that person like just doesn't treat others the way that, you know, is respectful or kind. And it becomes an issue because it's just like, like, I can't get behind like getting into a a relationship being relational um in a deep and meaningful way like a casual friendship is fine if I don't have to like live with you for the rest of my life I feel like I can tolerate having friends around me who maybe we don't have the exact same like um values but if it's like thinking like long extended periods of time as we hang out or like a lifetime um, then the relational and the romantic aspect of it is really, really important. Oh, yo, you guys have some deep answers. Man. I mean, not to say my answer is not going to be deep, but <laughs> 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 but at this point, people who are listening are like, oh, let's hear what she has to say. But Mumbai, I really like what you said, right? Which is, you know, ultimately, if you're thinking long-term with someone, you do want to make sure that you can see yourself being with the person and the relational aspect of it matters a lot. So I definitely, you know, I definitely see and respect that. So for me, sexual attraction is at the top, guys. And here's the thing. Mm. You know, people say things like, oh, you know, I don't know. I just feel like in general, people kind of make it seem like if looks are your first thing that you look for, like it's shallow. I don't think so mm. at all. Because so mm-hmm. I've been so I went on. Okay, whew, let's give you guys a little bit of tea. So I went on a first date with someone, right? And I had looked at his pictures online. On it was like online dating, and I was like, oh, okay, this guy is, you know, he's he. I think I have a typical type. Like I have a type, okay. and this person did not fit the type. But I was like, okay, you know, I can see it. Like he's cute, you know. So anyway. I go on the first date with him and I arrived where we were going first, right? 
And then I look to the side and I see him. And the moment I saw him, literally in my mind, I was like, I'm not attracted to him. Like there was no sexual attraction at all for this person, right? Anyway, it wasn't like I was going to walk out and just not have a conversation with him just because of that. So anyway, so we, we had our first date and stuff. And the thing is that the conversation was great. You know, like we were talking, like we were laughing and all of that stuff. And at the end of the date, he was like, I would love to see you again. And when he said it, I also was like, oh yeah, I would love to see you again. And it was because we had had such a great conversation, right? And in my mind, I'm like, you know, maybe this attraction thing, it can grow or maybe, you know, maybe I'm not seeing right today. You know what I mean? So I'm like, cool, let's, let's meet up. Let's meet up again. So we go on the second date. And again, on the second date, I'm like, okay, well, I really felt like I was fighting, fighting myself, trying to make myself see this person in a certain way that like my body was just not seeing him in that way. You know what I mean? So again, like we have a great conversation, but again, I'm just like, oh, the attraction, it's just not there. And like, when I say sexual attraction, it's not anything like crazy or anything like that. It's like, can I, and also here's the thing, I think people have different philosophies. I think there are a lot of people out there who probably can kiss someone who they don't think is attractive or who they they don't necessarily find attractive I can't do that I have to find somebody like sexually attractive for me to like kiss them you know what I mean so again I'm on the second date with this guy and I'm like oh attraction is just not in the chat guys like the the attraction has left and we cannot find the attraction you know what I mean but again this guy and this guy was so good at this whole thing where like while you're having a good time and whatever he asks you because guys who asked someone on the date can I see you again you know what I mean like so so he asked me again he's like oh like I would love to see you again and the thing is that guys like I said the conversations were bomb I'm not gonna lie so me I was like I'm down. Let's do it again. So now okay. when I when I left, when I left the date, I was like, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, you've gone for two dates now. You're not mm-hmm. finding this sexual attraction thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the third date is really it. Like when I go on the third date, if I really do not see, do not feel anything, then, you know, it's a wrap. And, you know, I went on the third date and, you know, I, I just didn't feel it, right? So for me, because a relationship involves things like, you know, being cuddling with somebody or like kissing somebody, right? Like I need yeah. to, to be sexually attracted to someone in order mm-hmm. for me to like be in a relationship with them. That's not to say that's the most important piece, but if that piece, it's kind of like, you know, when you're applying for a job, right? You send in your resume and that's the first thing that the HR people see before they even have a conversation with you. So for me, that first thing of like, okay, do, do I see you like that, you know? That's like my screening process from the beginning. And clearly with that date that I went on or the three dates I went on, that was me kind of like trying to experiment and see if attraction could grow. And it just, it didn't grow, you know? Mm-hmm. So that, that's my long explanation for why sexual attraction <laughs> is at the time. <laughs> <laughs> an explanation, not a justification, people. It's <laughs> <laughs> an explanation. Okay, if y'all want to judge me, continue. I said what I said. Because I said what she said in 2022, okay? Cool no, beans. That's, that's the important thing, right? It's like, don't judge a book by its cover. Like, let people explain themselves. Well, right. Like mean, conversations. That's what mm. Michelle is doing. Though. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, you know, no, but that's the thing, guys. Okay, here's yeah. the thing. Of course, people say don't judge a book Jesus. by its cover, which yeah. uh, when I went on the day, I told you guys before, before yeah. we even sat down, I had, 
yeah, I had seen them. So I'd seen the outside of the book. So I didn't judge mm. the book by its cover. Mm-hmm. And we had a great conversation. But guys, the book, the cover was so not attractive after three times yeah. of looking at this book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I gave it a, a try. That's all I'm going to say. Also, <laughs> I completely disagree with that um, saying because I, I read over 800 books when I was in high school and I always looked at the cover to decide <laughs> if it was worth reading. So did you ever come across a book that had a really bad cover but you actually really enjoyed it, Ayanda? Well in fairness, those were rare. And I have <laughs> seen books that had really great covers, but the inside was horrific. So Yes. Oh, I love what you said. I love, love what you said because I feel like that would justify the rest of my list. And I'll say, Mm. even if the sexual attraction is level 1000, there are so many things that are so important to me that I need to have in a relationship that your hardness or your cuteness is not going to cut it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's two things that just stood out to me. I hope you don't mind. Oh, go ahead, please. Um, Number one, about relational aspect being linked to the romantic part, which is why it's so important to her, like having a long-term something. And then my question was, but what makes you sure that you want to enter into that long-term something with that person? What mm. is it? Is it just a promise that they will be with you for a long time that makes you think, okay, now I'm attracted, or are there layers to it? Mm. Wow, that is deep. Coming in hot. <laughs> that has layers. That question has layers. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, like I think. I've heard of two different philosophies, right? When it comes to relationships, the one is let's just jump into it and let's see if it works out. And then the other is like, begin with an end in mind. Right. Um, I'm not like, I'm impartial. Like I think both methods work. Um, I do tend to be a little bit more intentional, right? Like check for red flags, like, you know, like verbal abuse, that's a no, no, like, and that should be a no, no for everyone. Um, um you know things like like are they kind you know how do they etc um so like once I'm done with like checking those things it's like okay now we're on an intentional road to like discover like okay who is this person who am I can we vibe um but all of that is done within the context of a relationship like the like Michelle speaking of like defining terms by using terms but like (laughs) context of like relating to each other as human beings um communication using words spending time with each other etc so like that is how i think of a relationship and so it's it's extending like as i'm as i'm doing this living embodying being present in the moment it's kind of extending it to think okay is this a state that i am comfortable being in for prolonged periods of time in the here and now and then like for even more prolonged periods of times in maybe making a commitment to do life together um did i answer your question Ayanda? you did fully. okay perfect Thank you. yeah and then the second part had to do with michelle where she mentioned that this guy was not meeting her type and she didn't <laughs> say her type was that intentional? Ooh, oh, oh, we are not talking about my type, y'all. <laughs> we, are, we are not doing that. But I will okay. say, I will say that when I look at the history of the people I've been attracted to or been with, you know, in some shape or form, I feel like 
you would definitely be like, like I have one of my friends, she's, she's like, if I send her a picture of someone on Instagram, for example, she'd be like, ah, oh, that's definitely your type. So if I look at like people I've been with in the past, people be like, oh, she has a type, but it's not yeah. that I went seeking that to, f- mm-hmm. I, I didn't like go out saying, this is my type and this is what I'm seeking. It just happened that that's the type of people I ended up with. If that makes sense. That's- yeah. yeah. Oh wow. We are going in, aren't we? <laughs> I like it. Cool beans. So let's hear it from you, Ayanda. Number two was aesthetic attraction. Yes. I had the biggest crush on Zendaya. Um <laughs> and the only time that it's kind of dimmed was when she became a public thing with Tom Holland. Mm. Um Bad the thing day. is. Yeah, it was an awful day. And my sister would tease me constantly <laughs> by sending me all these pics of her with Tom Holland and all the premiere stuff with the new Spider-Man. Broke my heart. But the thing is, uh, whenever I would look at that, uh, it's, it, it, it wouldn't be myself putting myself in, in Tom Holland's shoes. You know, it'd just be like, I really like the way that she looks. I'm not thinking about holding her hand or taking her to premieres or... Uh, being her man for life it's just an appreciation for a certain kind of beauty and I found that it's kind of carried on where I don't necessarily want to in a sense slide into that person's dms and try to make them consider me their number one person it's just something that I notice very quickly I like the Mm. way this person's eyes are I like the way this person speaks a voice um it could even be her shape and i don't necessarily want to then do anything with that i'm not trying to get into a emotional thing or a physical thing but it is one of the first things that i noticed and that's gotcha. why it was so high up there and, and i think actually right when we talk about um it, in this sense like this episode we're talking about like in the context of being in a relationship with someone aesthetic mm-hmm. is something that you would definitely notice right off the bat right like you can see if someone like dresses well if you know yeah. they have beautiful teeth or like a beautiful smile and all of that stuff That's so true. i see that yeah it's, it's one of those first things that you notice about somebody mm-hmm. ayanda is it a i sorry is it a is it a break is it a make or break for you the aesthetic See, the thing is, I've always been the kind of person that said, uh, looks don't matter so much. Um, (laughs) I then realized that I didn't believe it uh, when I went to the UK for the first time. And then I realized that people look different uh, in different places. So I I think I do have a specific type as well, uh, like uh, what Michelle was highlighting. And sometimes when that type isn't met, it can be very difficult to change my mind unless, and this is the kicker, there is a deep intellectual connection, which was my number one, then mm. it's, the aesthetic can be overridden. Nice. Okay. Oh, snap. I love these variations because they're like, they're nuances, right? It's like, mm. yeah, this person may be beautiful, but if they're not inside, I can't get yeah. behind it. Mm. Or like, yeah, this person may not have it, but if we really have an intellectual connection, then yeah, like I can see that working. So great pair of people over here. Mm. Love it. Let's hear your um, second one. You said sexual attraction. Why is that yeah. number two? 
Um, it actually, I was a little selfish in ranking this as number two. Um, and I'll, I think, like, where most of the other rankings are, like, is this something that I feel towards the person? Sexual, for me, is, like, is this something that someone feels towards me? Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. flip the switch, girl. Flip I know, <laughs> I know. And so, for me, it's it's a pretty high priority. Just knowing how, like different people approach like relationships Mm -hmm. and kind of having this um in in inherent like view that yeah like if I'm gonna be with a guy I understand that for him like like the sexual part of it is maybe not the most important thing but something that's important and so like if you know, if, if we're having conversations and honest conversations and if it comes out, hey, like, I'm not sexually attracted to you, like, because I know I can overcome that, you know, and build it up later on. Mm-hmm. If I find out that that's something that's not like, you know, there, then let's continue having honest conversations. The honest conversations part is really important. Like, let's not hide things. Let's just be honest. Let's put things out there. But like, yeah, if if it's not vibing in that sense, then like, yeah, let's amicably part ways. Mm. Totally okay. You know, mm-hmm. so of all the rankings, this is the one where I'm like, it's not so, it's not ranked second because it's so important to me. It's ranked second because I know, I I I make it a priority, like, for the person that I'm with. Wow. I really, really like that. Yeah, because... Ultimately, it takes two people to be in a relationship, right? And if sexual attraction, if one person is really struggling with the sexual attraction part of it, um, then it's just not going to work, in my opinion. And like for people who watched Love is Blind, we saw that on screen where like, you know, uh, Shake was just not sexually attracted to Deep Tea. And that was a a big issue because he, I, I feel like sexual attraction can be something that's really hard to like build up you know, towards someone. And I think for me, I don't want to be in a position where I continue to be with someone, even though I'm not sexually attracted to them and just hope for the best that like one day, you know, something will happen in me and I'll start finding them attractive in that way. You know, so I, I totally, totally understand what you mean by, by putting it up there um, as number two. And I like your explanation. I really like the flipping the, the switch thing. Yeah. All right. My second one was physical attraction. And this is the whole thing of like, just do I even have it in me to want to be around you? Um, And I think a lot of stuff plays into that, right? It can be like your hygiene. Like, do you smell nice? Do you at least shower? Do you brush your teeth? Like, do you like, you know, like physical presence. Can I be hugged by you? Can I be cuddled by you for a long time? and be okay with that you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um so physical attraction is important in that sense because you know like it doesn't matter if you well to me if I have the most amazing emotional attraction towards you or we have that going for each other but we cannot be in the same place physically and you know I think physically too you see a whole lot of mannerisms that people have so -hmm. if there's like a lot of mannerisms that this person has that don't go well you know with my soul and vice versa 
then there's no point. We might, we, we might as well just be friends who talk on the phone and we don't necessarily have to be in each other's face. And that goes back to what Ayanda was saying, where like, if I am fully into somebody, we are going to be spending a lot of time together. So I better like being in your presence. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, and, and I think even with the whole being in the same physical space, I think people just act differently. Some people are like very, very quiet. Some people are like, more like like a, a bit louder and again like even for me I'm a lot of energy like I've been told whoo this is a lot of energy you know what I mean so if yeah. my physical pres- presence around a guy if I overwhelm him you know then that's not a good fit because ultimately I need to be with someone who is on the same energy level or it doesn't have to be one the same energy level but let, like let's complement each other in that sense so that's my number two Ayanda, you put romantic and emotional on three together. What's the story? Uh, this, this is a really difficult bundle to unpick. Um, okay, so I currently go to a Christian school and they push a lot of uh, you know, getting into serious relationships as soon as possible. Kind of <laughs> In fact, there is a famous phrase. I don't know if it's common, if you've heard it before, but ring by spring. Have you heard that before? Oh, wow. Never. <laughs> yeah. So this is what they say at my school. And I'm like, you're absolutely insane. Um, I'm around the age now that my father was when he became my father. Oh, and wow. yet I don't necessarily feel any intense pressure to become, you know, uh, romantically engaged to the point of marriage yet I mm. still have a whole you know series of goals personal goals that I want to achieve and the whole building of foundation thing and I don't mm. feel that 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 uh, need to develop a strong deep emotional connection even when people around me do so I think that's kind of the reason why it's like so right in the middle because mm. whilst people around me may be going through these, I don't feel that peer pressure to follow suit. I can be by myself whilst you know my friends next to me are in relationships. My roommate has a girlfriend who's calling him every night. And, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, good for you, bro. If you need any advice or if you need like any anyone to back you up to help you with anything, I'm here for you. But don't try to set me up. And I don't want to be a third wheel on your dates. Uh, so that's, that's, that's pretty much me. And then that will let you know that the other two are really further down the pecking order. If I'm like so neutral and ambivalent towards this. Uh, mm. one more, the rest. Yeah. So, so I know you have like a lot of goals that you have for yourself, like you said, right? But yeah. like the emotional attraction part of it, mm. if you were to be in a relationship, does that matter for you to have emotional attraction to the person? I think, I think, but perhaps it had to do with the definition of emotional attraction as well, because uh, I have also been described, I think, is Vim- did Vimbai say that she's been feeling a bit cold at some point <laughs> in this podcast? I think she did. I have been described as being a bit cold. And the fact that I find that I have a very good emotional foundation with my family. Mm. I don't necessarily need to extend that to mm. anyone else at the moment. You know, I, I love on my mom and my dad and my little sister so much that not to say that love is a, is a finite tank, but it feels like that where I feel like I've given all of it to them. And at this moment in time, 
I'm fully satisfied uh, by doing that. And I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily looking for that other person to fill in to my tank. Maybe it'll change in a couple months. I don't know. But genuinely, this is where I am right now. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Mumbai, do you have questions for him? No, I I love that. There's also um, uh, the Mrs. Degree, MRS Degree. Um. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, she's distracting me so much. Oh man. Um, but I, I also, I love the aspect of like challenging the notion that one person has to encapsulate all six types of attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, and like seeing that, no, it, 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 like the different people in our lives, family, friends, partners, um, can each touch on these aspects. I think that's really, mm. really important. And Ayanda, I love that you pointed that out. Oh, I feel like you're giving us insight into why your your emotional part was <laughs> number six. But let me not go ahead of myself. So you had number three as physical attraction. And by what's the story there? It was such a surprise to me. So I'm currently... <laughs> as the writer? It was such right? a surprise to me. As I was ranking. <laughs> So yeah, for full context, I am in a relationship right now. I have an amazing boyfriend. Um, shout out to shout out to him. <laughs> yeah, um, and I I hadn't been in a lot of relationships beforehand, and I also grew up in a household where like the like um, physical part of you know like giving each other hugs, saying I love you, none of that. Um, mm-hmm. So I was you know, one would think that coming from such a background, that wouldn't be, you know, a, a need of mine or a desire of mine. Um, but yeah, being in like um, a relationship has really brought new insights into like just things that I prioritize and physical attraction just so happens to rank fairly highly. Like Michelle, like you said, um, like the holding hands aspects, the cuddling aspect um like is is pretty it's it's one of the aspects of like romantic relationships that mm-hmm. you know is an element and it just makes it feel special um so yeah like my partner just so happens to be fairly tall um which i love as a person who's tall as well taller than average the fact that I can and wear... we we are the average or the well by we I mean me by by you should see the side eye I'm giving this microphone like I can see you go ahead zero saltiness couldn't even all. pick Continue. up I couldn't keep it I could not mute myself go on but yeah the fact that I can just like you know wear high heels and not have it be an issue is like you know something that stands out within the context mm. of my relationship. Um, and just feeling like, um, what's this called? Like sheltered, protected, um, just by that physical presence. Um, yeah, I had a friend who once said that because her dad was like fairly tall as well and big and burly. Um, and she ended up like, uh, partnering up with someone who had a very similar, similar physical presence. Um, mm. and it just brought comfort to her. 
um and not to like you know like we live in a world of like billions of people and there are variations of sizes um heights weights etc etc and i'm a firm believer in just like the way that you have been created and made is absolutely beautiful and intentional um Mm -hmm. and for each person right there's just like that little nook in their heart in their needs and their desires that is fulfilled by someone else um no matter what their physical presence may look like so that is my disclaimer (laughs) come on come on depth okay girl (laughs) i see you preaching a little words right there right it was deep it was deep no but that was really good i think you touched on a lot of things. I think even the whole aspect of feeling protected, you know, mm. like, you know, you're walking, you're walking by the street or something like that. And then, you know, just that guy tells you, oh, no, I'll walk, I'll walk on the side that's closest to the road. And you're like, oh, wow, I feel, right. I feel loved. You know what, what I mean? Gentleman, mm. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's all part of like physical, physical presence and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, my third one was emotional attraction. I feel like I need somebody who understands me emotionally and doesn't make fun of the stuff that I'm going through. Like you need, you need, like if you're going through something, right? Even if it can seem small to other people on the outside, if it's big to you, I feel like it's important to have somebody who validates your feelings, you know? Um, And it could be whatever you're going through personally, or it could be the way that they just handle, um, let's say, if you're having an argument or something like that, like just the fact that they care about the fact that like you're not feeling good about how the conversation went or if they, if they sense that something might be wrong, just like them checking on you and like being like, no, I want you to be vulnerable with me. I think that's the, the key word. I want to have somebody who I can be vulnerable with and yeah. vice versa as well. Cause I also don't want to be just, I don't want to be the only one who's vulnerable. Right. I want the guy who I'm with to also feel like I'm a safe space for them emotionally. So that emotional attraction is really important in a relationship for me. You just mm-hmm. touched on so much that you've helped me realize some things about myself. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> I've been lucky called a therapist, guys. Yeah, yeah, uh, Ayanda, we can, we can talk about uh, payment plans after this episode. I'm curious, Ayanda, what did, it, what did it bring up for you? Like, what did you, what was this epiphany that you just had? So I found that um, generally I've, I've been that kind of person that people feel very comfortable owning up how they feel. Mm-hmm. And I've I've done my best to create an environment of trust mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, you if you have something deep that you have to share or you want to talk to me about family or whatever, you can go ahead and do it. And it's, it's safe and it's cool. But I remembered a specific occasion uh, where I opened up for the first time in my life. Uh, I think I was in high school, uh, upper sixth, final year of high school to someone I considered one of my best friends at the time. And about was a week a, later... Was this like a romantic it was, partner or... It was, you know? No, it was, it was genuinely just a friend. Like uh, okay. a, a person I considered a good, uh, a best friend category type of person. Okay. And I opened up about a, a relationship thing. Um, so it was funny that a week later, some other person from another class had an argument with me and they just spilled the same tea 
that I spoke. Oh, no. So I was like, oh. And I think what you just said about being able to, like, be vulnerable and trust somebody else, I haven't been able to give people that gift for a long time, perhaps because I haven't necessarily healed from the one time where I opened up and it backfired. Aww. That's something to think about. So thank you, therapist. I will do some self-reflection. <laughs> oh, wow. And try to fix it. No, I mean, wow, that's that's really amazing. And thanks, Mumbai, yeah. for pressing into that. Because I was just like, oh, maybe if he doesn't say it, it's it's too personal. But I think that that's a really good realization, right? That, you know, like this happened. And maybe that's what's affected how you yeah. handle relationships going forward. Yeah. I will say though, you know, I've also been hurt in the past, you know, with, by friends and, and stuff, but we'll stay on topic here. But what I was going to say is that, you know, just tell your heart that, you know, there are good people out there in the world. And w- if you do feel like you've created that space with the person where you, you feel like you can trust them, just give someone else a shot, you know? Mm. Okay, cool. So Ayanda, you had three and four um, mm-hmm. romantic and emotional so we covered yours then by four yeah. four you had aesthetic give us some insights one plus three is equal to two plus four so romantic plus physical will ultimately lead to sexual and aesthetic there we go um oh, wow. so I, what an I equation think, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you gotta think in terms of math honestly that's just the way the no i'm kidding <laughs> uh, different ways different ways of viewing the world and interacting with it but like yeah for me aesthetic attraction is something that even if it's not initially there eventually it gets built up because I really do believe like I said before that like every single person is so intentionally and wonderfully made um mm-hmm. such that they each have an aspect about them that just is beautiful um and so it can be you know like oh my goodness this person has the most incredible smile or like such beautiful eyes um or like you know i really like this person's skin you know yeah. or whatever it is um and so like it doesn't rank like super super high top 3 for me um but it is something that ends up coming like and building up like later on um, if it's not initially there, which is why I'm just like, it's not a make or break because like, I understand that it's something that will eventually pop up. Mm, I like yeah. that. I like it. Yeah. My fourth one is intellectual attraction. And it's really yeah. important for me. <laughs> did you, what did you say, Ayanda? Are you shocked said, that it's number yeah. four? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. It, was his, it was his first. So like, it's just I like... Know. <laughs> I vibe with cheering. it. I know. <laughs> I, I think intellectual attraction is really important because pretty much like what Ayanda said, I need to be able to like carry conversation with you. And yeah. if we can't carry conversation, it's really a turnoff. And and you know, it's it's so funny because even when I text people, I think I'm mm. more of like a paragraphs person, or I send <laughs> like multiple, either I'm doing paragraphs or I send multiple little baby texts. And okay. I really vibe well with you. If you can respond to each of my little multiple texts, um, or if you can reply with paragraphs, I just really need somebody who can carry conversation with me. Not one of those people where like you say something and you're the one who who always has to ask the questions, and this person doesn't mm. know how to like have conversation. Right? It has to be a two way thing. Um, and again, just how people think. Right? I think intellectual 
attraction can be like how someone thinks about finances how somebody thinks about like you know family like how families should work just how someone thinks can be very very attractive and i think also if that if the intellectual attraction is not there the relationship can also just like not happen because that's an important piece you know Ayanda, you put five sexual and then you put six physical. So what's the story behind that ranking for five and six? Um, we're going to get a bit personal. hope you don't mind. When I was five years old, um, I was at home alone and outside I heard some ruffling noises. Took a peek. It was the gardener and the maid and they oh were my gosh. doing the deed. Oh so, my gosh. Ever since, because of that slightly traumatic experience, depending on who you are and your perspective, uh, I've never necessarily been a big fan of the mighty deed. Because mm. <laughs> you were so and young to see something like that. In a sense. And yeah. um, the thing is, uh, apparently the housekeeper was married as well. Oh. And it wasn't the, the gardener. So just seeing the perversion of what is supposed to be a good relationship etc just uh, messed some things up for me mm. and that's that's the reason why if i see people holding hands i am like oh that's great pda you know and then at the same time i watch it on screen and i'm covering my eyes watching love is blind <laughs> oh <laughs> No, so it's weird, that's but that's that's me at this moment in time. Something else that needs to be unpacked. worked through. Yeah. Got you, got you. I am. Okay. I still, I still cover my eyes. Um, yeah. So yeah, you're not alone. Yeah. I feel much better now. Thank you for letting me know that. I guess it sounds wrong if I say I don't cover my eyes, but <laughs> I really keep my eyes open. <laughs> At the same time, sexual and physical are one, two and three for Mumbai and one and two. <laughs> Michelle, so like, you're trying to make me feel better, but don't lie. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. No, but I think your your explanation, I mean, your explanation is a very valid one. And I mean, it makes sense why you put those as, as five and six. So thanks for sharing that one. Vambai, you had intellectual and then you had emotional. Emotional was your last one. So let's get into that. And and actually, I think you touched a little bit on the emotional I part did. Yeah. at the end. Because I think mm-hmm. you were saying something like just having a realization that you your boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't have to be the one who fulfills your emotional mm-hmm. needs. Right. Like all your needs. Do you want to go more into that and explain? It's the exact same for intellectual as well. That's why they ranked so low. Cause like, I'm fortunate to have like a community in my life. Um, like I am a similar, like my parents, my brother fulfill some of those longings. So totally resonated with what you had to say earlier, but yeah, fortunate to have a community in my life where like those aspects, I can't go and be romantic with everyone. That's just, it would be very interesting. <laughs> But I can have emotional connections with like multiple people. And so I actually, I appreciate that like we were made that way because it eases off the pressure from like this person who is quote unquote the one such that they don't have to be everything, you know, my everything. Um, And so like, yeah, like I've had plenty intellectual connections and emotional Mm -hmm. connections um, with friends, with family, with um, work um colleagues with acquaintances from school and so yeah like when it comes to 
like the attraction part of it like within the context of like a romantic relationship ceases to be something that is must have and it just mm. becomes a oh this is great if it's there but like I'm I'm easing that pressure off of my partner and not asking them to fulfill like those needs for me personally mm. oh that's fair so okay so you can get both of those from other people whereas the other ones you would definitely want to have them out of someone who you're in a relationship with that makes yeah, a lot of sense especially okay. romantic sexual and physical mm, that's true cool cool and then for me I had romantic as five and like I had said my one, two, three, four, so like sexual, physical, emotional, intellectual, they all have to be present in order for me mm. to have romantic attraction towards you. So if you're missing sexual attraction, I cannot, or physical attraction or emotional or intellectual, I cannot be, ro- I cannot see you in that light where I want to be with you. So there has to be all four of those in order for me to have five. And then number six, which for me is like the, the aesthetic the thing is that I guess the way I'm thinking of aesthetic is some people are good looking and they're nice people and you can have emotional attraction with them and you can have conversations with them, but they just don't know how to dress, you know? And, mm-hmm. you know, like there was this one guy some years back, he was ticking all boxes. He was just, he was ticking all boxes, but he just, he did not know how to dress. You know what I mean? Like, and for me, I feel like something that's attractive is when a man can wear a suit well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And with suits, suits are something where like it needs to be personally fitted for your body. And I remember when I when I saw this guy, he was in a suit and it was like an ill-fitting suit. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, is this suit like borrowed? You know, like like what's going on? And even if he was like wearing just casual clothes, there was a lot of work that needed to be done in that department. But I think aesthetics are something you can work on. You know what I mean? Like I can be in a relationship with someone and then I can be like, oh, babe, let's go shopping, you know, show him the finer things in life and Mm -hmm. upgrade his dressing. Um, (laughs) So yeah, so ultimately for me, I think the first five are really important in order for me to be in a relationship with someone. But if aesthetic is missing, we can still go ahead and I'm going to hopefully fix that later. You know what I mean? (laughs) So Vimbai, let's hear it from you is it fair to say like just intellectual and emotional attraction if those are missing in a relationship you would still be happily in a relationship i would and i also believe that they grow over time okay so i'm not saying that they like i'm okay with them not being present at all um like it is important for us to be able to have a conversation please Mm -hmm. at at Mm -hmm. least um and like yeah like you were saying michelle like you know if i'm vulnerable to you i want to at least have it be met with like you know um acceptance and hearing me out and like being present in that moment um Mm. so it's not that they're not important um or like i can i can live without them um but i also am hopeful that they grow over time Got you, got you. And then Ayanda, on your end, if you're gonna be in a relationship, um, is there one or is it like the last two for you? Like, don't necessarily have to be present, and you'd be happily in a relationship. I think when I was talking about the attraction aspect, it's like those those are not the first things that I'll be looking for. But I fully understand that those are essential for a healthy functioning relationship. Mm, I don't consider myself as asexual, 
but I would I, I could definitely in a sense be uh, engaged to make my partner happy in that area and feel perfectly fine. I see. Yeah. Okay. So for That's you, like all sex would need to be there in a relationship. They're essential. Absolutely. Uh, but then okay. I have one last question real quick, which yeah. is uh, where we've just talked about how we can have these other aspects fulfilled by other people. Question, would you not get jealous if your partner is getting something satisfied by somebody who's not you? Listen, I would have a very big, very big problem with this and uh, <laughs> I would very much like this whole thing of let's say you have a boyfriend and this boyfriend has a best friend who's a woman I cannot mm. I can mm. but if you have a best friend who's a man ah I have no problem with that right. you know what I mean uh, so yeah. for me I would have a I would have a very big problem if another woman is fulfilling some type of need for the person mm. I'm with how about you Vimbai yeah a great question Ayanda I think it depends with the stage of the relationship you're at. Like for me, like if my partner as we're dating has like close female friends, even though it may be an issue initially, you know where I'm thinking, mm, okay, like those pangs of jealousy, it's, it's real. Right. Yeah. But I feel like I have to train myself to be like, no, it's good that they have friendships outside our relationship and encourage those so that I'm not, you know, the emotional sink for every mm. single thing no I but then by what mm. if oh. what if your boyfriend is not vulnerable to you he but is vulnerable cannot, to someone else he is vulnerable to another woman to another woman <laughs> i think you know for dating it's okay who is not his relative who is not his relative? <laughs> Michelle's like listen listen for dating it's fine but i think once you become more serious like engaged and ultimately married then some of these conversations you need to have like okay what boundaries are we drawing around our friendships and what is an absolute no no right i i'm absolutely no okay not okay at any stage of the relationship for like the sexual aspect to be fulfilled um mm-hmm. with multiple partners and i understand there are people out there where it's fine you know and all respect to that um, but for me personally, like that, you know, from the get go, that's a no, no. And it will become even more important within the context of like a lifelong committed relationship. So it depends uh, with what stage we're at. I like that. Ayanda, uh, last question, that same question back at you and then we'll wrap up. Okay. Um, would I be jealous? I have been vicariously. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know where where somebody else is in a relationship and i've seen that they their girlfriend has been getting satisfied through other people and i'll be jealous on that person's behalf you know so if that can happen i think it would be more intense if it's me Uh, but at the (laughs) same time at the same time i also think that if it's like her own female friends or her own family it would be good for her to be able to uh, engage with them and allow herself to expend some energy in those departments there so that we don't necessarily overwhelm each other mm. um, it's important i like it i like it and with that i will say it is a wrap this was a really good conversation because it's so interesting to see how different people think and what matters to different people and that's i think that's what makes the world exciting you know so i definitely mm. appreciate both of you being open and vulnerable and you know sharing your rankings it's, 
it's not easy to let people know exactly what's on your mind sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, maybe I'm saying this to myself since sexual attraction was at the top of my list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely appreciate both of you coming on here. Thank you so much. Anytime. Thank you for the honor. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, look forward to next Tuesday's episode. So then, peace. <laughs> Zango